Susan Kyo sitting in for Kira Kelly on Lunchtime Live this Wednesday afternoon. And it is Wednesday, so it's time for Wednesday's dinners. And I'm joined in studio by Gary O'Hanlon, Culinary Director with Baxter Story. And just to mention, Gary um, is going to be doing his first Facebook Live here on News Talk straight after this show. So do get your questions into Gary. You can text us 53106. Gary, you're suited and booted for your Facebook <laughs> debut. Yes? Well, I was suited and booted because I was in a boardroom this morning as well. But yeah, I do no, don't like tell to- us that. We'd like I, I, think you I got try not to look too us. shabby when I come in here either. <laughs> so what is Wednesday's dinner today? Yeah, so spring onions are in season. And uh, so I thought like with both recipes today, Susan, I, I sort of thought the humble scallion I was going to put. I love a scallion, I have to say. So do I. Mm. Yeah, I absolutely adore them. Like I think daddy used to always grow them in the garden growing up too. Like, so I've, I've just been eating scallions. We he used to just put them into poundies, we call them in Donegal. But, what are they? Uh, what are poundies? Poundies is just basically spuds, mashed spuds, dry with raw onions and then we would throw in the odd lump of scallion as well nice. or whatever yeah but okay. I think it might not like go beyond the walls or a melting but um, <laughs> poundies is what we grew up with yeah but champ is one of the first really really simple just a beautiful potato dish they love this I would have cooked in Belfast for a, a good while back in the late 90s and um, they love champ in, in England and Northern Ireland down here too we would sort of be more down the Colcannon so mashed potato mashed potato With loads of butter I mean literally just really good potato Morris Pipers teamed really well so basically once they're cooked dry them then drain the water team them then get the steam out of them get them flowery put them through a little um, ricer lots of butter little bit of cream don't use milk get cream and then something I like to add the scallions raw but a lot of people will tell you like to heat the cream or the butter and have this sort of wilt the scallions slightly cut them very finely yeah I like to do a little chiffonade on the bias yeah and just just slice it up really thinly yeah speaking about my oil man he's like an expert in spuds like a lot of (laughs) daddies out there in Ireland he just likes big lumps and chunks but I do like them quite fine I suppose when I do them in the restaurants Mm. you know you want to have it like a little bit more elegant so as, as elegant as a champ can look but that's what I love with the jay and then for the second recipe I went with probably one of my Chinese favourites when, when mm. I the rare time I'd have a takeaway for all the bad dietary things I'd have I don't eat too many takeaways but I love ginger spring onion chicken and again the chicken for that just the breast of chicken very very thinly sliced because this is a dish that cooks really really quickly and uh, you can have a little bit of garlic say maybe one breast of chicken would do two people and uh, one clove of garlic and then I would go with like I'd sort of measure ginger and fingers go for a really plump ginger about the size of a thumb like really okay, yeah. uh, or, or and peel that and grate it keeping as much juice like grated over a plate so that you're not losing any juice whatsoever and then a load of scallions a little bit of white onion as well so you start by sweating the chicken season with fine sea salt uh, white pepper and then in with the onion in with the garlic in with the ginger and then the scallion at the very very end and then a little bit of chicken stock and then feed that with arrowroot or cornstarch to thicken it up with just the season serve of rice absolutely beautiful sounds absolutely delicious right we're going to move on and talk about a couple of food stories that caught your eye uh, this week Gary what's the first one Sheridan cheese yeah, best yeah, cheese yeah. shop in Ireland so the, the Guild of Fine Food have given uh, the be- best cheese shop in the UK and Ireland actually Brilliant. not just Ireland yeah this is the first time that a cheese shop has been you know awarded this and it, and, it, and it's quite a prestigious award for them to get the Carner Ross is where their HQ is they have a lovely shop in, in Galway as well but it was the one their partnership with Dunn Stores which has been going for a while and uh, like Dermot Murphy at Dunn Stores was really in the last while really put them to the fore and you know like as far as like that association with Nevin and then the association with um, 
Sheridan's as well so it's the Cornell store that won the award and okay. uh, and you know like the Sheridan's have done incredible work are they for, mead based yeah yeah, yeah in Carna Ross there yeah right beside the Forge restaurant which you know you can kill two birds with one stone and, and eat Ray McArdle's food when you're there too and the, they're, they've got a shop there it's just like a lovely big shed almost like it's that beautiful yeah that does, does cheese yeah that's, that sounds like my dream I know yeah, I'm that, straight there that, at two that's, o'clock that's their head their headquarters is there <laughs> in mead but um, you know like really putting cheese and Irish cheese makers to the fore and then obviously cheese from all around the world as well but in particular I suppose like when you've got people like the Sheridans that really appreciate good quality product that puts a lot of confidence into a producer Mm. then to go out and to make it knowing that they'll have a direct link to market almost right away so it's it's fantastic for any Irish company to be to be winning something that that takes in the UK as well so hats off to them absolutely now your second story is something that caught my eye as well last night this absolute beast Yes, headlines sometimes that you hear. Uh, scientists say working mums could be to blame for huge increase in overweight kids. I mean, are you actually joking me? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to blame your producer for putting me into this like rattling mammies of Ireland or whatever. But I will say though, the only way mammies are responsible for making kids heavy is leaving Muppets like me to mind kids because <laughs> I had wee Ollie all weekend on my own what did you feed and him? Go I'm on, you now, tell right, us. Annette came back on Monday night and she was disgusted to know that <laughs> breakfast, late lunch or brunch as me and him called it because he went back to bed he had me up at five and uh, we had a wee bit of a lion and I'm, not, I'm ashamed to say it but breakfast was a mixture of his poached eggs and orange a, re- a rich tea biscuit, two slices of rendered bacon, all mixed in with a half of daddy's ice cream because he saw one of one of daddy's orange super splits in the freezer and he went mental for it. And I lost that fight. And, I was and like, why going, were you eating super splits, Gary? I wasn't Come eating on. them. He opened it because he thought <laughs> my freezer was where the bacon was. He asked for bacon, then he asked for an egg. So he got a little bit of everything because I just wasn't strong enough. And that the only sounds reason, delicious if you'd left out the rich tea biscuit and the super split. But I know, the bacon and eggs. No, when I say super split, I'm not a terrible parent. I did like take... That I did give him like not too much the creamy bit. I give him like just a wee square of it or whatever. So we kind of we kind of met at halfway on it. But his his lunch literally constituted a little bit of bacon, poached egg, which was fantastic, and uh, a super split in bacon. So yeah, the only reason kids are getting heavy is mammies are leaving them with daddies I think <laughs> good I'll turn that headline on that yes absolutely now your final story that I want you to tell us about there's been a bit of talk online about this um, this fast food chain Leon I'd never heard of them what What are they about but they're coming to Ireland yeah yeah they're about to open uh, 20 restaurants in Ireland creating about 600 jobs you know I don't know where they're going to find 600 chefs so hopefully it's not 600 chefs they're looking for <laughs> so we're all looking for a few of them as well it's a fast food chain but I guess it's a health food I think this is the guy actually I think Maureen Gahan and at Bordbea had a few speakers at like Borby would have a lot of different summits throughout the year and I have a funny feeling that this guy made a real big impact um the, the spokesperson for these or whether it's the owner or what at at a talk last year in Dublin but yeah they're naturally fast fr- food brand their first uh, location is going to be in Temple Bar in Dublin and the old location of the Eager Beaver apparently it's a famous place but I, I hadn't really heard much about it but that's where their first one is and I think that's coming very very soon with another outlet about to open in Dundrum Town Centre later in the year so yeah look it's always good when there's somebody coming in I suppose look if you're going to have fast food I know Chap went down that line they were probably one of the first to kind of go in um, a bit sort of like a lot of locations and that sort of fast healthy food so look if it's going to be if it's going to be fast food and it's healthy then sure what harm you know now you want to mention Gary before you finish up Gareth Mullins 
Yeah, yeah. Gareth Mullins, who's news. executive chef in the in the Marker Hotel. Yeah, he's a really good guy. He's just become Commissioner General of Euro Tokes Ireland, and uh, so yeah, congrats to him. He's going to be in that role now for a couple of years. And you know, Euro Tokes Ireland does an incredible amount of stuff. Like with you know any chef that's a part of it, they've got to source their food properly, supporting producers all the way through. I sit in the Irish Food Council myself, so Gareth is at the top of that table now, and uh, no better person. And 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 I'm delighted. I know he does a show here with Pat Kenny as well, so I'm sure. Pat has been delighted to hear that but Absolutely. hats off to Gareth congratulations chef to him good news yeah. absolutely Gary O'Hanlon culinary director with Baxter Story thanks for coming in to us your lunchtime live is kicking off now and I would tune in just to see Gary's waistcoat today that is reason to tune in enough but get your questions into him 53106 at a cost of 30 cent I want to give you our comp winner for today of course the answer was Katie Taylor the winner is Donal Lynch from Newcastle West in County Limerick that's all we've got time for today Sean Moncrief is up next I will We'll be back tomorrow at 12 o'clock. A massive thanks to the team today. Michael Quilligan on sound, Claire Darmody and Emma Cawley producing and Kira Courtney on research. Thank you for listening. Have a good afternoon.